Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Did y'all know that Deborah Cox was from Canada? Because <laughs> I didn't know. But I found out because Deborah Cox is, is uh, being inducted into the Musical Hall of Fame, the Canadian Musical Hall of Fame, which is amazing. Also, Morris Chestnut just got a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. And um, Ashanti is also getting one soon. I don't know when, but I know that it's coming up. So they out here killing it. But I really did not, I did not know Deborah Cox was from Canada. I found out this week I was this 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 week years old when I found out that <laughs> Deborah Cox was from Canada. But that's all though. Congratulations to all of them. Can we also talk about <clears throat> Beyonce at the um the awards? Well, she wasn't at the awards because she went to Compton, you know, because she had that song in the movie for um king richard and everybody and the set and all that stuff was in tennis ball green did y'all see that not to mention the fact that sis had all the dancers and everybody on set in the braids and beads and things shout out to (laughs) shout out to the auntie on crooklyn because these sisters was in beads, just embraced, just like the Williams sisters were, you know, the when they were younger, like all the black girls were when I was younger, you know. And so I just thought that it was so dope. Like Beyonce and her team get it right so much that it doesn't make any sense. Now it also just made me feel good because you know she always has like pretty much I got an all girl band and a year wear the gear yeah I want to wear it too remember that song um expression by salt and pepper um <laughs> she she did that and I think it was just amazing it again a lot of things happened um that night that that we didn't get to talk about because of the one event but that was really good so if you go on the internet you can pull it up Beyonce's performance and see these these beautiful women and young girls in their braids and their beads and the tennis ball green it was just amazing the song I'm going to say is 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 all right I don't know I only heard it that that night I never really listened to it before I never well I didn't know it existed before that because like I said I haven't seen the movie but um also I didn't listen to it after that. And I wasn't really paying attention, to be honest with you, I really wasn't paying attention to the lyrics of it. Then because I was like, oh my gosh, look at this tennis ball green. Oh my goodness, look at these braids and beads and things. I love to see girls in braids and beads. I love it now that it is it is like a fad coming back. I don't even know if it's a fad, but it is the trend coming back that women, grown women are embracing braids again, not just micros. And they are also... Um, embracing, you know, bees, the big shells and the the wooden bees and things like that. I think that it is beautiful on everybody. It is professional. We're not going to start being with that. It is a professional. It is because you're wearing it. 
okay? If you're wearing it and you go to work, you are a professional. That's how that works. So I I think that it looks great. I'm glad that it happened. And, you know, when it's Beyonce, they pretty much going to let her do what she want to do anyway. So it made sense that she would go to Compton, where the, where the Williams sisters were from and um, are from, not where they are from there. <laughs> and, you know, perform this song in their community it is it just always she she always get it right for me uh, it's very rare that i say beyonce didn't get it right it's very rare that i say nah beyonce that wasn't it and so again to last night i'm sorry i keep saying last night was not last night <laughs> sunday night again sunday night she got it right y'all should check that out you know it's on the internet everywhere I tried looking up specifically all of the African Americans who won Oscars um, Sunday night, but it really wasn't giving me that because I, you know, of course, we know what overshadowed most of the of what happened that night. However, there are some some firsts and some people that I do know won. So let's go into that right quick. First of all, let's go ahead on and say that Will Smith did win best. Um, actor leading leading male in a film for his role in king richard which i have not seen yet and i did mean to see but i thought that it was on like something that a streaming site that i don't pay for so i haven't watched it but i believe it's on hbo max and i do have that so i'll probably watch it this weekend we'll see um quest love from the roots also won his first nomination and his first win for best documentary um for summer of soul which i have been meaning to watch and every time i feel like i'm gonna watch it it's just been something going on that i haven't seen that but that is on i believe hulu so if you guys haven't seen it yet i don't know where else it was on but that i watch all my stuff on streaming sites so it's on hulu if you can't find it anywhere else samuel l jackson also won a oscar last um on Sunday. Let me see. I don't think I remember what his was for. And, and this was his first Oscar as well. And that was pretty dope. I think that um what was it? What was it? Um Denzel Washington presented him with it um which was great. He oh he received the Lifetime Achievement Award, the Academy's um Lifetime Achievement Award. The only thing was that Samuel L. Jackson's award was not televised, but he did it was presented to him by Denzel Washington. And um Samuel Jackson is 73 years old, y'all. And he has never won an Oscar. The amount of of um, work Samuel L. Jackson has done and he has never won an Oscar is why there was this whole pool and he is one of the people on why it has been this whole pool about the Oscar so white which which Jada Pinkett Smith was one of the people who was in the forefront of the Oscar so white um, campaign uh, because why why hasn't Samuel L. Jackson won one for the plethora of films that he's been in? Not best supporting, not nothing. He ain't never been good enough for an Oscar because I know I've seen a couple of the movies that they that they've given some of the um other races um awards for, and I'm just like, mm. but again, this is their and and that's 
where the problem come in. But shout out to those winners. I also understand that this is the first time that a queer woman won um, Best Supporting Actress. I also understand that there was a, a deaf person who won, was the first person to win a Oscar for a movie. I'm not even really sure what the role was, but that person won as well. So there were a lot of firsts going on. Also, Will Packard produced the Oscars this year, and I believe this is the first time they let a Black male um, produce the Oscars. So it was a night of Blackness going on. Um, I'm really kind of feeling like Black excellence is being used to a, a way to define a lot of things that really ain't all that excellent. They just Black. And um, But shout out to everybody because the night still was spectacular. It And, and people look beautiful. Like the, 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 the clothing. But, you know, we're going to come out and step out and look good. So there's that on that. <laughs> if you haven't seen some of this stuff, you should check it out. I promise you I'm going to be looking at, um, for sure, I'm watching the, the uh, Summer of Soul this week. And if I find King Richard on some other platforms, I'm going on a platform that I have. I'm not paying for anything else. I mean, unless y'all want to cash at me, go head on. It's me, Danny, over at Cash App if you want to send it and I'll pay for it and I'll talk about it if you want. But yeah, if I find it, I'll watch it. If I don't, hey, it's out there. And apparently it was good enough to give my mans the win this year. Because we're talking about the Oscars, y'all already know we're going to talk about this slap. This story is everywhere it's every I don't know how you've been on the internet if you ain't found this like you there's no way that you I, who I mean I know one person who has like social media and like literally it seems like all of their friends are like nuns and um, librarians who don't watch any tv because they never know any of the stuff but if you hear at this podcast, I can't believe that you didn't didn't at least hear about it. But if you wanted to watch it, the clip is up everywhere. Will Smith smacked or slapped. I don't know what word y'all want to use for it, but he laid hand to Chris Rock's face. Okay. Is violence okay? No, it is not. So let's start there and say violence is not okay. Violence is not the answer. I want to move on to my next points to say that we have seen Will Smith rebranding himself the past couple of years. Will Smith has jumped into the um, the social media content world, and when I tell you he is amazing at it whatever his production people whatever he has learned himself he he transitions he's great at all of that stuff so his social media platforms are amazing at all times i'm talking about instagram i'm talking about twitter i'm talking about tiktok he over there too and he is doing the damn thing okay so there has been a rebranding he was on he's going on a couple of podcasts and then we know about the Red Table Talk conversation. And we're going to talk about a couple of these things. So he, Will Smith has gone on a podcast. One of them um, specifically that I know about, 
he spoke about how there was a look that was present that he presented in his early career when he was a rapper. Uh, maybe I, I don't want to say when he was, but when he came out as a rapper, where he was supposed to be like he he was rebranding himself to be a clean cut guy. He wasn't into the street thing. wasn't you know into all the gang stuff. He was just you know hip hip hop hippity hop hop rapping, and. We found out in later years that, that he did present that way because he had promised his grandma that he would not curse, okay? But that did not mean that Will Smith himself, the, the man, did not curse. That did not mean that Will Smith himself, the man, did not, you know, wasn't a little bit more maybe, you know, not aggressive, but wasn't as quote-unquote soft as the hip-hop community wanted to you know say that he was back in the 90s there was social media wasn't wasn't this there wasn't social media we didn't have twitters and all of that stuff back in the 90s um and then we couldn't we couldn't get on instagram and see what people was doing all the time and you know, we, we couldn't do that. You know, there were, yes, there was paparazzi and things, but people were very guarded. It was, uh, there was an ability to be more guarded than it is now. And so the rebrand that Will Smith has been doing has been trying to make him more of a human instead of just a um, crafted um, celebrity that we all see. If you remember, that was one of the things that happened with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey uh, was supposed to be, you know, be looked at as like this, you know, beautiful, light-skinned, you know, balladeer. And she was like, no, I really want to be a sex kitten. And when she got away from her husband and that machine that was behind her at that time, she, she changed who she was. And then we got like this diva persona that she is now. It was the same thing with also... Um, Whitney Houston. When Whitney Houston came out, she too was supposed to be this beautiful, demure balladeer that was supposed to kind of be like, you know, a Diana Ross-esque type look. You know, we still just think that she was just like this clean-cut girl that just saying you give good love, which is about, you know, being with somebody that she was cheating with. But don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> we... And then we found out Whitney Houston was, you know, when she, when she married Bobby Brown, they did that uh, reality show. We saw that like, oh, she out here, she, you know, whatever. And then there were conversations by Bobby Brown bandmates from New Edition who was saying, y'all been looking out Whitney. We all knew Nippy and Nippy was like, she really was. And that that's what happened here also with will smith not that we were not i'm not necessarily going to say that will smith is a mess but what i am going to say is that everybody thought that he was this clean-cut guy and he has been rebranding himself to say i am that but i'm also this i am a clean-cut guy but i'm also this like i'm not you know this boring soft person and part of that really is just like to the met the toxic masculinity where it's just like you either got to be soft or you in the streets right and there there never is a room for the middle ground man that you know most of the people that i know that are straight people want they don't want anybody who is just like a soft pushover but they also don't want nobody who's pulling you know popping up the trunk 
and because they ain't never scared like you know it's not that all the time so there has been this rebranding will smith came out with his book not too long ago just a couple of months ago and when the book came out which i promise you is an excellent read and if you have the ability to listen to it on audio the production of that is amazing and i would um suggest you you know get into that but in the book we learned a lot about will smith the person and uh speaking about you know some things where he felt like he didn't speak up at the right time sometimes when he didn't speak up at the right time we learned about lots of times when he after going to you know some therapy sessions and things like that and introspect he's learned that he has not treated his wife the best he has not been the most respectful to her he has not been the most attentive to her he has not paid attention to her as a person as well as he should have all the while being able to you know thrive and make a career for himself there were times when his wife had to take a back seat to him where that's fine and well that's something that you would say well you know in relationships that happens but will smith never was one to take a back seat to her for her advancement of her career it was like well we got kids you got to be a mom so mom it up while i go out here and be an international star you know and so there were times in there there have been times now in introspect where will smith has realized that he did you know push his wife to a place where he didn't value her in the way that she needed to be valued okay let's keep going on to the fact that jada and will have been a couple who have been ridiculed by the black community for a long time mostly because they have not been known to live a traditional black christian life and that is why a lot of people attack them because they have not been known to live a black traditional life for years we have been hearing that they are a part of the scientology sect for years we have been hearing that they have a um, non-traditional marriage for years we have been seeing you know that they their their upbringing of their children is not the same as what the black family has been selling to us as what was the appropriate way for black kids to be raised and they have been ridiculed for all of these things for so many years and then came out the discussion about um jada and this musical this music artist august alcina okay so this is where i want to go for a couple of things the first thing i'm bringing this up because one of the big one of the big discussions on the internet is why didn't will slap august alcina like he slapped chris rock so let's touch on that jada pinkett smith did not cheat on her husband okay Jada Pinkett Smith and Will have both admitted that there was a time when they were not together. That's number one. Will was not living in the home. At that time was was what I believe was when Jada was involved in an entanglement, those are her words, with August Alcina. Okay. Even if Will was in home, though, that couple 
has a understanding about relationship where they are not a monogamous couple. Monogamy is not the, the relationship that they have. I don't know if we have had a clear wording for it, but they do not live a traditional Christian married life. Because of that, they get ridiculed all the time. But there was no reason for August to be handled in any way for dealing with that woman when their relationship is set up that that is okay. The reason why you all even got the entanglement conversation was because Will Smith himself also deals with women um, outside of Jada, but nobody between the two of them has disclosed their interactions with the Smiths, the Pinkett Smiths, up until this young man did, <clears throat> okay? And he put it in a song. Once the song came out, people were speculating because of all the speculation and the rebranding of this family. They decided to speak on it. It wasn't because they wanted to glamorize anything or anything like that. I think it was just more of we tired of hiding who we are. Will Smith is out here rebranding himself to not look like clean cut Will, but to also be like, I'm still out here in these streets. So this is me. And so we're going to talk about it because people keep coming on the internet about it anyway. And we have the space because Jada had Red Table Talk. They had the space where they could control the narrative. So they spoke on it, okay? Lots of people feel like what they saw in that moment was Will Smith's feelings hurt because she slept with that man. That is not the truth. That is not the first time his wife has slept with a man. That is the first time his wife was even in love with another man because we all know her feelings for Tupac. We do not know what that feeling was, but I would speculate that it was that he was not happy with the fact that his wife wasn't taking complete ownership in her role, okay? That she was downplaying it. And I think Will was ready to go with... 100%, let's just let it be known. Let's say what it is because that's the space where Will was. But Jada was still in a space, seemed to me, that she was still, like, reserved on this. And maybe it's because Will is like, they gonna, if they're going to talk, let them talk. I don't know. Maybe that's where he was at the time. And Jada was like, I ain't ready yet. Even though I'm, you know, I'm ready to put some things out, I'm not ready to put everything out. She was maybe was not ready at that time. Who knows? I don't know, but I feel like that's where the disappointment was. That we hear, I thought we was going to go all the way, and I see we not. Will Smith was not about to throw his wife under the bus, and so I think that was that, okay? But I don't know, I don't know them people, even though, you know, I'm trying to be family with them. They, they ain't called me yet and invited me over, so I don't know. We cannot keep on assuming that when this, when though, when that man, when August had any dealings with Will Smith's wife, that that was not understood and agreed upon between those two people, and according to August, between the three of them, because he is saying that he had a blessing from Will Smith to do whatever he, you know, to to get in where he fit in, pretty much, I guess. 
There's no need to put hands on a person like that. We do also not know whether what the Smith said to August about what he did when he put the song out and put them in a space where they found themselves. Now, I would imagine that there was something said, though, because we ain't heard much more from August since then. You know what I'm saying? We ain't heard much much more anything. And sometimes that's what happens. Because if you remember, Tiffany Haddish at one point was speaking on some stuff at a party where Beyonce was. And then next thing you know, all y'all knew about the NDA. Now, a lot of y'all didn't even know what the NDA was before that. But we all know what it was once Tiffany Haddish started to open her mouth about some stuff she saw at a party that was not her business to speak on. Okay? I believe also that there is something going on mentally with Will Smith that needs to be addressed because the amount of time that he had to rethink about what he was about to do when he walked up there and then the amount of time he had when he walked back to his seat to think about what he did when he walked up there the connect had not reached him yet. However, I have, I, I can tell you for myself, I have been so upset about a thing that no, I have not put my hands on anybody. As an adult, I have not put my hands on anybody, but I have been very close. I promise you, I ain't gonna lie. I've been him very close on the phone with my friend, driving in a car. I'm on my way over and whatever happened gonna be. Red teeth. Okay. Now, I got there because the Lord is good to me. The people wasn't weren't there, and so it didn't happen. But it could have been because there, but for the grace of God. Okay, and so again, do I excuse his behavior? No. Am I saying that there is always the opportunity for a perfect storm? Yes. Now, let's keep moving. On the night when this happened, we have to go back. To to speak on the night when this happened, we have to go back a bit with Chris Rock and the Smiths, okay? Because apparently in 2016 when Chris Rock was hosting, he had already gone in and talked about Jada. That was when Jada was saying that they were going to boycott the Oscars. Now, let's remember, these two are still very powerful. Jada and Will are very powerful people in the industry. They really are, especially as Black people. But Will got a lot of white connect. He got a lot of white reach. Let's just be honest. You don't make movies like Training, I mean, sorry, Training Day, like Independence Day and um, Enemy of the State and any of the other movies that he has made, I, Robot, uh, all of those things. You don't make those kind of movies. They are not designed for one specific audience. So because he does a lot of action movies, he gonna hit all, all areas. And so he does have a white reach. And because he does, they have a lot of clout in the industry. Jada has a lot of white reach. I've said here that I don't even watch Red Table Talks anymore because a lot of times I feel like Red Table Talk is targeting more of a Caucasian audience than a Black audience. But I believe that's because that's the reach that she has and that's who, who where she's going. 
I also believe that Jada believes that she's just targeting women. However, I believe that a lot of her guests are more Caucasian than not. And so for me, it ain't for me, but they have a reach and they are, they are royalty in the industry, just to be honest with you. Will, uh, Chris Rock, though, when he hosted in 2016, made it seem like Jada Pinkett Smith is an irrelevant person in the industry. So even for her to say that she was boycotting meant absolutely nothing because she would not be a person who would be invited to the Oscars, that the Oscar people would care about, that anybody sitting at the at the Oscars should be worried about. Like he was telling a room of Caucasian people, who care Jada do it? That's not fly, okay? moves on to and and he didn't just say one thing he said a couple of things and was just like all right dude now they wasn't there at that time clearly because they were boycotting so you know okay but the reason why he spoke on jada saying it was because she had to have been relevant that people knew that she was saying it so why are you now saying she's not relevant because she's relevant enough for you to use her as your joke okay let's let's hold it there Then we fast forward to this year, and Jada has been on the internet again talking about how she has an autoimmune deficiency disease that that caused her to also have alopecia where her hair was coming out. And so she was cutting her hair, and she was trying to embrace the bald head, okay? Yes, she put that out there herself. Chris Rock, though, some years back, made a movie because he was talking about how he wanted his daughters to be comfortable with their hair, however it came out of their head. So he made a movie called Good Hair or Bad Hair. I don't remember which one it was, but it was about Black women's hair. And he was the the star of that movie so there was a lot of him learning about black women's hair black women's hair care and all of those things okay so to then turn around and make fun of her now there were people who'd be like well maybe chris rock didn't know that she has alopecia fine fine but you didn't just see her bald today and you made that joke that was written on a teleprompter, which means somebody knew that her being bald. And so if you saw that she was being bald, that means you saw it because you saw the internet, which meant you were able to research that. I don't, I will give Chris Rock maybe he didn't know, but the writers did know. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the writers knew what the joke was, okay? But Chris Rock, if you say the joke and you don't know the backing of it, that's part of your job. Okay. The second thing is when people were asking about why didn't Chris, why didn't Will hit Chris, I mean, August instead of Chris, August did not, Will Smith did not walk in to a room where his, his wife is getting, you know, her back blown out and Will Smith didn't know nothing about it. Whereas Chris Rock, was in the, in the face. I mean, that's how close they were. I mean, you saw if you didn't see, look at it. 
it wasn't a long walk from Will's seat to where Chris was standing because he right in their face talking about this woman, talking about he can't wait for G.I. Jane too. Now, G.I. Jane, Will, uh, Jada didn't star him, so why are you waiting for the second one for her? The reason why it was a joke was because her head was bald in, in G.I. Jane. Demi Moore shaved her head. It was a direct comment about her head being shaved. Somebody knew. Because there was no reason to bring it up. It wasn't even a good movie. So why would you bring it up? It wasn't a successful movie. You know, there would be no reason for there to be a number two. You did it just to talk about that woman's head. And people kept on saying, well, Will Smith shouldn't have did what he did because the night was so black and black people were winning and first and all this stuff. So was Chris. Chris why did you choose the night when all this black first was going on to come after this black woman when there is a plethora of white women in the, in the audience? Why didn't y'all go after all these white women in the audience? Why did you go after Jada, who has a reason why her head was bald? Why did you go after her? Another point is, as a comedian, <coughs> excuse me, as a comedian, People will say, well, comedians can't say nothing no more and everything. Listen, you can say what you want. There was always a consequence behind the things that you say. Now, I have to let you know that I have seen many comedians talk about how they said some things. And then when they got in other places, there have been other celebrities who have pressed them to be like, oh, I heard about that joke you said about me. Now, they didn't, wasn't sitting in the front row. So they couldn't get got pressed in real time. But we don't know that if, if the person was sitting in front in front row, would that comedian have said that joke? So when we get these things about like, oh, well, Will, uh, Will Smith wouldn't have slapped T.K. Kirkland or Will Smith wouldn't have slapped Corey Holcomb if he had said that up there, those comedians would not have been invited there. So that scenario would never happen. So to give me this on. This 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 imaginary scenario that would never happen don't matter whether he would have did it or not because they would have never been there to, to stand on that stage. Those both things can be true. And it doesn't matter whether or not I would hit those people. I will hit this one because this one was the one who was bold enough to stand in my face and do it. And then I was bold enough to stand and get up and address it. I don't think he should have hit him. I do think he should have addressed that he did not like the disrespect. I think one of the two of them should have done it right then and there. And I'm going to tell you why. Because there's lots of people who are like, well, he should have waited till it went backstage and he should have waited. Why? The disrespect was in front of a room full of people who laughed at my wife. Right here, the laughing was here. The joke was here. We're going to address it right here because stop acting like y'all don't tell y'all's kids all the time. If somebody hits you, hit them back. You do not tell your kids, well, if somebody hits you, wait till class is over, wait till school is over, wait till y'all get outside, and then you go address them. That's not what you say. That is not what you say. You tell your kids, if somebody put their hands on you, then you put your hands on them back. Did he put his hands on them? No. Should he have put his hands on, on Chris? No. But should he have said, keep my wife's name out your mouth right then and there? Yes. We need to let everybody know right here, we don't tolerate that. We don't 
not, we're not okay with what you're saying because some jokes just aren't funny and you need to know right now because the impact won't be the same later. If we let everybody laugh and kiki, you feel the high from the jokes and the laughs that you got. And then I go backstage and I say to you, yo, Chris, I mean, you know, I believe in like how you talk to my wife. I'm going to say, okay, now what you get to do is somebody will say something about it later and be like, oh, I heard Will Smith came back and talked about it. Now you, Chris Rock, get to be the only person on the scene get doing interviews like, oh yeah, Chris, Will came back there. He was talking some rah rah. We don't even know if it's true, whatever you say. And whoever speaks about it first is the first is the person that the, the society will believe right also if there was some kind of confrontation backstage and we heard about it everybody would want to see the footage or and or hear the audio on it don't act like you don't because we was not there for that fight about beyonce would be with solange and jay-z but when we heard about it we all wanted to know what it was like and when the footage came out in that elevator everybody watched it we wanted to see it we didn't care that it wasn't, you know, the spectacular footage for the live coverage and all that. We 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 took the elevator video and we was all watching it and talking about it. So it, what difference do it make where it happened? We was going to see it anyway. Now I also want to address the fact that there were lots of people who were saying this is this is the Oscars. This ain't the Source Awards. What you are saying is that it is okay for people to behave that way in one space, but not okay for people to behave that way in another space. Which what is being said is over here in our black spaces we can act like that, but when we get around white people, we got to behave. Why? Why? okay if we're in all black spaces to to, to then act uh, what we want to say is act the daggone fool or act a monkey but when we get about them good white people we got to act right why to me here and let's not let's not miss the fact that chris rock has been long told white people that they could especially white comedians that they could say the the hard r and the the a anytime they want to it's a clip out there. Go look for it. It's Chris Rock, Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld, and Ricky Gervais sitting together having conversation. And the only person refusing to use the word and saying that the word is not okay to be said by Caucasian people is Jerry Seinfeld. In that clip, Jerry Seinfeld said, I never used that word. I have never found the humor in, in it. And I am not looking to find the humor in it because it ain't a word that I would use. Not to mention that we may not know this. I don't know if y'all don't know this, but that whole Pootie Tang movie, that was written by a white man. That is not written by a black man. That was written by a white man. Chris Rock produced that, but Louis C.K. wrote that. He was making fun of black people, and he's been doing it, and Chris Rock thinks it's hilarious. Hilarious. I keep missing it. don't think that Chris Rock should have been hit. He didn't deserve that. Nobody deserves hands on nobody. However, being addressed for being disrespectful in real time, my man, that's when we do that. We do that in real time. Now, whether that was Chris, uh, Will Smith walking up to Chris and saying to him, yo, bro, you're going to have to apologize to my wife. That's not cool fine. If he yelled it from his seat, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth, fine. Either one, for me, would have been great. 
It's just what happens. Because if we remember, let's go back a couple years. I don't know the year on this either, but there was a time when Wendy Williams said some things about Method Man's wife being sick. I think she had cancer at the time. When Method Man heard that, that she had said some stuff, Method Man, as a black man, was threatening to put hands on Wendy Williams and all types of people was with it. Yeah, she say too much. She Her mouth is reckless. She be saying all kind of stuff. Up until even when sis got sick herself and people like, that's what she deserves. She been talking about people. Everybody felt like Wendy Williams was deserving of getting all the stuff while Chris Rock ain't. Hmm? And Wendy Williams was talking on her own platform. The Oscars ain't Chris Rock's platform. But she's on her own platform and say stuff about people, and everybody always feel like, oh, Wendy Williams, she do not deserve to be able to say those things. She's reckless. She say all the stuff. She's ugly. We don't like her. It's good that her husband left her. All of that stuff that people didn't say about Wendy Williams, but when Chris Rock said about Jada, it's not, it's okay, because he's saying not the Oscars. I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. We have got to understand that two wrongs occurred that night. Chris Rock disrespected a black woman on a stage in front of a room full of white people for a joke, for the laughs, with a joke that was written by a white woman because Amy Schumer was the writer, from what I understand. Now, there may have been other writers, but what I understand is that Amy Schumer was the writer, and Amy Schumer has been known already in the industry to be stealing jokes from black women and rebranding them as her own. And that's who contributed to to the disrespect of this black woman just so we all know, okay? And I don't believe that Chris Rock shouldn't and can't have white writers. Hell, Dave Chappelle had a white writer on his team for a long time. Brennan, Neil Brennan was his partner for a long time. That's That's not the issue, although I have issue with Dave Chappelle too. That's not the issue. The issue just is be more, be more selective with what you say. And then if you're bold enough to say things, somebody may press you on what you said. I still don't believe the hand should have been put on him. But I do believe that you can be addressed for the things that you say. And just because you're a comedian does not mean that you just have some kind of open-ended invitation to talk about anybody without them feeling a way. And I know a lot of people will say, well, they put their business out there. Y'all put your business on the internet too. Can I talk about y'all? You put your kids up there. Once you put your kids' pictures up there, am I allowed to say whatever I want to say about your kids because you put your kids up there? Or are you going to start getting upset, hating, and blocking? You put your mama up there. Am I allowed to say anything I want to say about your mama once you put your mama up there because you want to tell us that it was your mama's birthday or you want us to talk about your your mama's heavenly, heavenly birthday? Am I then, once you put your pictures up there, am I then allowed to talk about your, your family? Every time I want to, anytime I want to, and, and 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 at your family's expense, joke about whatever I want to. 
You put yourself up there. Am I allowed to talk about you anytime I want to just because you are there? No, that is not what it is. And it does not mean even if I talk about things, even if people have joked about them for a while, that does not mean that I cannot reach my limit to be like, okay, y'all said it already. Y'all ain't never been in trouble with your family had your kids do something and y'all talked about it and then after a while it's like okay we're not really talking about this okay we get it that's that's that can't be a thing because they're celebrities it can't be a thing that as humans they can't reach a point to be like all right like we get it like how much more for real because at the last event um dismissed were being interviewed on the on the carpet and um i can't remember her name but somebody said uh i hope we're going to see more you know work from you guys and then they were like yeah and then the person who interviewed them was like i hope we ain't gonna get no more entanglements and they face was like no no more entanglements like we've heard it it's not even funny no more like we said it it's good like move on to the next thing you can reach your breaking point no matter what. You can be like, I know people that well, they put their they business out there so well, so do everybody else. That don't mean that don't mean that you that that doesn't mean that I am I have to accept and be comfortable with you talking about it for the rest of my life. I don't have to be happy with it. I don't have to find humor in it in it for the rest of my life. I don't have to I do not have to do that. If I put myself out there and I say I am embracing my body, my my body got loose skin all the time. I I have lost a lot of weight. Because I lost a lot of weight, my skin is very loose. I show that on the internet. That does not mean that I am saying for the next 20 years, y'all can keep on calling me loose skinned, whatever. And I will find the humor in it. I won't. There will be days when I will hear things and they may be funny because that's the mood I'm in. There will be days when I see and hear things and I'm going to cry. There will be days when I hear things and I'm going to be offended. And all of those things can be true. And you get me on the right day with the right person and it might be the wrong scenario. Now, will I put my hands on somebody? No. Because I'm believing that the person I am today, that's not the nature of me. However, will I be on the phone talking to my friend like I could and put, I could, they could have got snapped today. That's how I talk sometimes. I ain't going to lie. I've seen a bunch of y'all putting up on the internet like the hood could have came out today. I'm from Texas. Texas could have came out today. Like you, people do that all the time. We see people do that all the time. And then when it happens, we ridicule a person. If we see a repeat behavior, I think that there is a different discussion. Because I know it's going to be one or two of y'all like, yeah, you're talking about Kanye West all the time. Kanye West won't stop. Where are his people? Somebody need to get him. Now, I also feel like, where's Will's people? people? Because clearly my man's is um, unraveling. He done unraveled. And somebody need to grab him. And hopefully we don't see my man's out here in these streets no time soon because he need to get it together. 100%. He need a therapy session. He might need a rich people retreat that they like to go on something. He might need a meds hit for him. I don't know. Maybe he needs some CBD oil. I don't know what he need to calm himself down, but he was wound up way too tight that night. 
I will say that 100%. And I rock with the Smiths. But he he was wound up and he did. He went way far. He went far and, and beyond what he needed to do. 100%. We will not sit here and act like this man did did this and we don't have any clue why. We're not going to do that. We're not going to sit here and act like there weren't times when you have been places with your spouse, your significant other, and or your children. And somebody even says something and you look at they, their face and they are sad, disappointed, or hurt. And you like, oh, hell no. Let me, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. Miss Jones, can I say something to you real quick? We're just not going to do that. Will Smith has issued an apology on social media. He apologized to the Academy that night. Um, that night, he did not apologize to Chris. And I think in the moment, he still was not sorry for his action. I think he was sorry for his actions. I don't think he was sorry for his words. And I don't think he needs to be sorry for his words. But on social media, when he issued an apology, he did apologize to Chris as well. I believe that there is also a clip with Will saying that he spoke to Chris before. They've had a conversation before. The backstage conversation already happened. So that's why we're here. But either way, sometimes we do have to understand that people will see the less the lesser of us. And when they do see the lesser of us, we will hope that they don't make that the totality of us unless we allow that to be the totality of us. And if we see more aggressive Will Smith out here in these streets, I will change my stance on the man. But for one situation, mm, strike that, this is the second time because Will Smith surely slapped the cameraman a couple years ago for pressing him. But that was so the 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 space between the two have been so far apart that I feel like we're not seeing a pattern here, and so because I'm not seeing a pattern here of you know violent behavior, I am going to and, and it wasn't as though that night will like double down and was like you damn right I did it it wasn't that either so for me i am giving will a hold and we will see how this plays out for chris chris been a little questionable to me for a while just because of some of the things he's done some of the interactions he's had with a couple of people you know with the white people that he interacts with and things like that that clip definitely did not help my man but his ticket sales then went up because last week I was looking to see Chris Rock because he's coming to my city this summer. So I was looking to see what the prices were and they were okay. And now they ridiculous, right? <laughs> like they out of control. I think the seat at one point was like 250 and now it's like 400 for the same seat um, in some places. So it's just kind of like, mm, I don't know. But I wanted to go to the show. I don't want to go to the show if, if what I'm going to have to hear about is this 
Miss Flop. Like by the time the summertime come, I don't want to hear about it no more unless there's some charges being pressed and they go on to court about it, which I really don't think will happen. But you know, uh, from as far as I know, for um up until this point, Chris Rock has not said much of anything. So we don't know. Maybe they, maybe it's some charges. Maybe they they're going to go to court on it. Maybe it's some. I don't know what what would be done. I don't know. Um, there was supposedly a Twitter apology by Chris Rock, but I've since heard that that was not really Chris. And so as far as I know, Chris Rock has not said anything about this situation other than what he said on the stage. You guys, it was an unfortunate night. But from what I understand, the people went out and partied afterwards. So everybody was partying and having a good time. So, you know, it's a lot of discussion. And it was, it, it was great for it's great for the discussion and the debate and all the things. I've been on a lot of pages having a lot of words to say and people saying words back to me and all of that stuff. Um, you know, discussion groups and all of that have been started and and have been rolling because of this conversation and that's great because we always need content but other than content we haven't heard from jada at all haven't heard a word from jada haven't heard a word from chris so you know we could turn around tomorrow and jada be like i really need to do none of this i could have spoke for myself and that's that's a point it could have been that um so we don't know how Jada feel about it. I feel like if we're going to get words, it's going to be on her platform, and rightfully so. And we'll just wait and see if that happens. But if it don't, on to the next, because I feel like this will be one of them things that unless those people speak about it, we ain't going to care about it next week anyway. But it worked for today. And thank you for riding with me. Y'all already know where I be. I be on social media all the time. I'm TikTok heavy. I love TikTok. I really do. I really love being over there on TikTok. I'm over on TikTok. I post on Instagram. My Facebook don't, don't, it's for the people that I used to go to church with. And um, I guess some people I went to high school with, I don't know. And then um, Twitter, child, it's so sporadic. I don't even want to tell you to go on over there, but you can check it out if you want to, because when I do post stuff, it'd be funny. It make me laugh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm laughing when I'm typing, not, no lie. But um, I also post a lot of shorts on YouTube. So if you find me over there, you know, hit a like and follow us because that's what I need. I'll be back with another conversation because, you know, these celebrities always give us something to talk about. Bye.